This is Michael, you're listening to Models of Masters, and I'm so grateful you're here. I'm breaking down personal stories, learned wisdom, and pieces of insight I hope can help you along your journey. Head over to my website, michaelbecker.org, for much more. And with that, let's get right into the show. Welcome back to Models of Masters. I am Michael, and in this video, I'm gonna be talking about three key takeaways from the compound effect and how to leverage each for massive success in your business. The compound effect is quite possibly the most important, but one of the more subtle forces that is naturally occurring in each of our lives, in your business, in your relationships, in your health, and in your wealth building journey that is always happening, much like the law of attraction. In fact, the, the compounding effect could be said to actually be almost anonymous with the law of attraction. And it's always working either for you or against you. So I'm gonna get into what this is, how it works, and how you can leverage it for positive incremental change in your life so that it's not working against you unbeknownst to you or in the background. So you can take conscious control of how you're running your days, your business, and your relationships with yourself and with others to create the ultimate level of success. When we delay gratification, we win in the end. That's the basic premise of how the compound effect works. And in this culture, in this day and age, where so many people want it now, right? We live in a culture of instant gratification and there's there's no doubt about that. I mean, it's it's manifest in every every part of our lives from social media to to business to even relationships and intimacy. Um, not many people understand the value of putting off um, the results or the reward in lieu of increasing that value when you do cash out over the long haul because not many people understand that you're going to create more value by waiting as opposed to taking in the in the near term and so by extending time horizons for goal attainment and adjusting our tactical approach in tandem we can virtually guarantee success with time while forgoing the impulse to rush momentary results in time so really learning to work with time as an ally instead of against time, right? You wanna, you wanna hold hands with time, not go against it, is an important nuance to how the compound effect works to understand, to amplify results in the end. When we put off the desire for immediacy and invest for the long haul, we set ourselves up for inevitable abundance. And that's another key. Abundance is virtually inevitable when you put off the need for immediacy and invest and take an investing mindset in every area of your life, right? As long as you're doing the right things in the right way for a long enough period, you will succeed. And the more I study success consciousness and the more intently I shift to a long-term mentality within my own personal life, the more I'm convinced of the magic of the compound effect. And by the way, if you haven't read the book, I highly suggest it. It will fundamentally change how you think about building wealth, optimizing your well-being, scaling your growth, exceeding all limits, and really reaching your true potential. The principles outlined uh, in the book really apply to all areas of life, but I'm going to talk about business specifically for this video. And you know, for companies that are willing to invest, particularly in the way of customer education, over time, huge rewards 
will be reaped when the fruit of that labor become manifest. And so this is a, a huge mind shift, right? That a lot of people are uncomfortable with because it is a new, a new muscle. Investing in time and investing in customers for free without the need to collect upfront is something that a lot of hardened, uh, uh, old, old-fashioned um, business people simply don't understand because it doesn't make sense from an economical point of view. If you can make money, you earn, right? Well, successful entrepreneurs, particularly millennials, you know, here in the, the 2020s, understand the value of adding uh, through education or entertainment or uh, uh, totally genuine and authentic uh, uh, content to their audience without asking for anything or needing anything. And they understand that doing so over time is going to allow them to maximize their returns, right? Like a hundredfold as opposed to needing it right now. So with that being said, let's get into three takeaways from the book, plus some tips for application so you can set yourself up to amplify those results down the line. Tip number one, cut out non-essential recurring costs and then reallocate funds. So as the book pointed out, the compounding negative effect, negative. So as the book pointed out, the compounding negative impact of spending just $4 per day on a cup of coffee is astounding, right? Over a 20 year period, the real cost of a $4 cup of coffee habit is over $51,000. That's the power of the compound effect. Every dollar that you spend today, no matter where you spend it, is costing you nearly five bucks in only 20 years and $10 in 30 years, okay? That's because if you took a dollar and invested it at 8% in 20 years, that dollar would be worth almost five. So every time you spend a buck today, it's like taking $5 out of your future pocket, okay? So imagine what monthly spend on multiple unneeded nice-to-haves is doing to your wallet or to your company. We wanna optimize toward recurring revenue, not recurring expenses. So aim to eliminate any unneeded daily, weekly, or monthly expenses. It's as simple as that. And as your key takeaway, pick one tool or platform that you're totally, and key takeaway number one, pick one tool or platform that you're subscribed to that you could stop using without any negative repercussions to your life or your business. And then immediately reallocate those funds to either a money-making or customer-enhancing investment. All right, tip number two, dedicate the next few years to injecting lots of customer surplus and goodwill. Goodwill compounds faster than revenue. That's something that Alex Hormozzi really preaches and talks about a lot, and it's so true. It means that you're gonna reap greater rewards in the way of loyalty, retention, and word of mouth by over-delivering now as opposed to going for the money grab just because you can. And depending on your situation, and this is what a lot of younger entrepreneurs really understand, it makes more sense to actually defer the opportunity to make money when in fact giving just a little bit more goodwill for a little bit longer of a period will allow you to command premiums on price, to generate exponentially more invested customers, and to yield outsized returns that wouldn't have been possible had you made that withdrawal too soon. Now logically, this makes no sense, right? From a hardcore economist perspective, it would sound absolutely ludicrous to suggest prolonging monetization when it's right there for the taking in lieu of continuing to serve or give. Yet the popular example of the magic penny proves that this is exactly what you should do if you wanna maximize long-term results. 
And so the, the story behind the magic penny works like this. If you were given a choice between taking $3 million in cash this very instant and a single penny that doubles in value every day for 31 days, which would you choose? If you've heard this before, you know that the penny gambit is a choice that you should make. You know it's the course that will lead to greater wealth. Yet why is it so hard to believe that choosing that penny will result in more money in the end? Because it takes so much longer to see the payoff, right? Let's say you take the cold hard cash and your friend goes the penny route. On day five, your friend has 16 cents. You, however, have $3 million. On day 10, it's just over $5 versus your big bucks. How do you think your friend is feeling about their decision? You're spending your millions, enjoying the heck out of it and loving your choice. And then after 20 full days with only 11 days left, Penny Lane has only $5,200. She's feeling pretty good at this point. This same mathematical growth improvement each day where that number doubles makes the compounded penny worth over $10 million on day 31, more than three times your 3 million. And so in this example, we see why consistency over time is so important, right? And there are very few things that are as impressive as the magic of compounding growth. So amazingly, this force is equally powerful in every area of your life. You build and you build and you build while letting the magic of compounding do its work. And then you take, then you receive, then you get, and only a little bit when you do cash in so as to allow the asset that you've built to keep amassing in value. So you only want to skim a little bit off the top when you do take so that you can continue to prolong and nourish uh, and grow that, that asset. Takeaway number two, launch a content marketing or customer loyalty initiative geared solely toward educating, empowering, and informing. Don't even think about monetizing upfront. In fact, for 16 to 24 months, just create as much value as you, you possibly can. Overload your audience with so much free value that they feel indebted to and in need of you. All right, tip number three, don't nix something just because it isn't working yet. In Think and Grow Rich, uh, Napoleon Hill shares how often success lies just beyond the point at which most feel inclined to quit. I see so many companies stop doing things that will work with enough time because they haven't generated results as quickly as desired. Momentum, or Big Mo, as Darren Hardy describes it in The Compound Effect, can be our greatest asset, but we have to give it time to join the party. He writes, progress is slow, but once a newly formed habit has kicked, kicked in, Big Mo joins the party. Your success and results compound rapidly. It takes time and energy to get momentum, but with it, success starts to compound. And then once momentum kicks in, you have one of the greatest forces available working silently, but strongly in the background for you. Okay. The thing with momentum is we have to build it, push it and fuel it. And we have to feed our machine more upfront in the beginning. So it can grow exponentially in the long run. Sometimes that requires a willingness to work for an intangible, invisible benefit that if patience and aligned action is exercised, likely lies just around the bend. So your takeaway number three, don't cancel projects just because they're not working yet and before you've given them a fair shot. Look at already existing business lines or stagnant initiatives that you could reignite with a pivot, but don't give up. So when everyone else wants it now, paradoxically, the advantage goes to those willing to wait, but not just to wait 
to wait and work at the same time. We need to start thinking and working in terms of decades, not days. Gary Vaynerchuk talks about this a lot. He says, micro speed, macro patience, right? And so we need to release the short-lived fight to maybe have it now when we could for sure have it in the future if we just let the compounding effect do its thing. Winners think long-term by harnessing this principle, all right? Guys, I hope you found value in this video. If so, please leave a comment, like, subscribe and share, and I will see you in the next one. That is it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. My book, Content Capitalist, is now on sale. You can visit my website, michaelbecker.org, to grab your copy. There's also a link in the description. And if you'd like to learn more about what me and my team at Neocore are building, you can visit our website, neocore.co. You can learn more there and join the waitlist for when we launch later this year.